You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to The Noble and Roosh Show, brought to you by Ball is Life and Dash Radio. My guy got traded. Boom. Welcome to an emergency episode of The Noble and Roosh Show, brought to you by Ball is Life. Uh, today, right now, Russell Westbrook has just been traded for John Wall by the Houston Rockets. Bang, bang, breaking news. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. <laughs> Zach, take it off. Obviously, I'm the one with the emotions and the bias here, so I will let yep. you kick it off, and then I'll backdoor. Nothing gets me emotional like a Woj bomb this big. I mean, Russ has always been my guy. I mean, I've liked him since college. I've, I got his jersey right here. We're, we're repping out here. Russ is... Just one of those guys, he's hard not to love to watch. Um, and he's, I mean, won in the regular season time and time again. He's played with Kevin Durant, so he's, Durant's made him look really good in the playoffs. So it's hard not to ride with the highs and lows of Westbrook. And I'm an emotional person, and Westbrook gives you all the emotions. He pisses you the hell off all the time, and then he gets you extremely excited when he does catch fire every three, four games. and. Yeah, I mean, he's a tough guy not to like, but I understand why people don't like him for, from a basketball perspective. And the Houston faithful learned about it tenfold last year in depth. I mean, they got firsthand experience. But if you look back on this deal, I just want to reflect on the fallout from the Russell Westbrook trade. Um, Houston Clutch fans just tweeted this out, um, and I did confirm this is accurate. Um, so. The Westbrook trade, they ba- the Rockets basically lost Chris Paul, Clint Cabell- Capella, three first-round picks, two first-round pick swaps, Mike D'Antoni, Daryl Morey, and they gained back Christian Wood, John Wall, and three protected first-round picks on top of a brand-new head coach and the stone-cold stunner in the front office. How does that make you feel? Oh, I think uh, not to... Not to say anything bad about clutch fans, that's not my intent, but I think it's not fair to include Maury leaving and Dan Tony leaving. I guess Maury left. Maybe you can include Maury, but Dan Tony, I mean, I think he made his own bed, um, you know, with, with the faults that he has not adjusting and all the stuff we've already talked about. Um, how do I feel about that? Not that good, really. I mean, part of it is hanging on to the nostalgia, even though it was only two years ago, right. three years ago. You're vague. Right, the nostalgia of that amazing season that CP3 gave the Rockets. Um, so it's hard to let go of that. I think Christian Wood is exciting. I think John Wall is exciting for reasons we'll get into. But, you know, the, the, the Russell Westbrook trade, this, the Chris Paul, because now there's been two Russell Westbrook trades, the Chris Paul trade for Russell Westbrook, 
you know, a lot of us thought that kind of signaled the beginning of the end for the franchise. And it looks like that might be what's happening. Like I tweeted, unless they have some type of renaissance season and, you know, everyone makes up, which is probably not very likely. Um, but, you know, in terms of Russell Westbrook being traded, look, Russ is the kind of player that, I mean, there are certain types of players that they will get the most, they will, they will do more than you expect, right? Westbrook with that six seed Oklahoma City team when he won the MVP, like that's the prototypical Westbrook team. He can do everything. He doesn't have to worry about sharing the ball, passing the ball. He will take that load and he will embrace it. Um, and he can, he can do pretty well at it, you know, make you a competitive five or six seed. But that's Russell Westbrook basketball. And when he gets to the next level, right, when we're talking championship basketball, he's not really the, a number two piece, in my opinion. He never Unless has he's been. got Kevin Durant, the arguably yeah. best player in the league at the time. And, Unless he's uh, got Kevin Durant, but he's only went to the finals with Durant when they also had James Harden, right? So, correct. you know, they, they had the Warriors on the ropes in 2016. We all know how that ended. But I guess my point is Westbrook being a number two in my opinion, is not going to have you contending, especially in the West with the top dogs being Kawhi and Paul George and the Clippers with all the talent they have. Um, they're obviously the, the two seed. And then the top, top dog being the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, right? I don't think Russell Westbrook is a number two that's going to work. And um, We've I seen that. I mean, every team he's been on, I think the failures rely on him being the number two guy and having control, uh, just as much control as the number one guy uh, for how much he makes the other guy adapt to him and play his own way. And that's why this all unfolded and why I think it needed to, because he has to play the way he plays. And he, that's, that's why he kind of demanded the trade out in the first place. Um, you look back a couple of weeks ago uh, when rumors started to swirl, uh, we had Ben DuBose on and we made our picks. You said they were going into camp with both these guys. I said more than 50% Russ is gone. I thought they'd come into camp with Harden. That's because I think thought they needed to do something. I mean, if the, both guys are demanding something, they, and Houston wasn't going to let Harden go for what was on the table, okay? We, we already knew that. I mean, they were going to hold out as long as they could, and they're making every right move and every move possible, even marginal ones, to make this thing work and hold on to every last breath of James Harden. I don't blame them. They should, and they had to, and I, I love it personally. I mean, from a play style perspective, at the end of the day, this all depends if John Wall's healthy. Like that haul I just told you about for Russell Westbrook, I personally think it's worth it if John Wall is healthy. Like I'm extremely excited about this. And you go back all those guys, Maury, I mean, Maury couldn't get the big guy that Houston needed. I mean, and he struggled. Capella was never good enough in my estimation. Yeah, that... that uh. He got Chris Paul, and they were a hamstring away. I mean, I know, I agree. He deserves yes, a ton of credit for that. Also, I mean, if John Wall is healthy, though, and they brought in Christian Wood, who has more untapped potential, and if they can get anything out of Demarcus Cousins, this team has as much potential. Yes, there's a lot more question marks and uncertainties than there were on any of Maury's teams because they weren't as injury riddled, but. If this team is healthy, I mean, on paper, from a playstyle perspective, they didn't lose very many picks. I mean, Look, Christian Wood, John Wall, I, I think Christian Wood is going to be way better for his career than Clint Cabela. I truly believe that. So scratch that out. Mike D'Antoni needed to go, and we both agreed on that. So scratch that out. But Daryl Morey was the big one. Yeah, we're both Morey guys. It, Stone's doing a good job, though. 
I, I like I, the job Stone is doing. I mean, yeah. look in terms of a, in terms of basketball fit on the court. If John Wall is healthy, I think it's potentially awesome. And and I explained this in a video on Twitter. Go check it out if you haven't. You know, these are the reasons. Look, John Wall has a better handle, much better handle than right. than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is a a two, kind of a three in a in a one's body. Um, and he can't shoot, and his handle is not very tight. We saw that in the playoffs, especially. He just loses the ball a lot. He's kind of reckless. He relies on ability, and he's got elite ability, but he almost exclusively relies on athletic ability. There's not much of a method to his madness. John Wall, on the other hand, is more of a, you know, a traditional point guard. He can run the pick and roll. Not that Russell Westbrook can't, but John Wall can run a pick and roll with his eyes on the corners. Instead of, yeah, he wants to run the pick and roll to scramble the defense. He's got his eyes on the corners, on the roller. Like he, he, he's examining and surveying the court. Russell Westbrook runs a plane. He's going downhill. That's his intent, right? So it was, it was frustrating to watch that because you knew it's like when you're playing pickup and you, there's a certain guy on your team that you know when you pass that guy the ball, he's shooting it and you're not getting the ball back. Like That's what it's like with Russell Westbrook. Now with John Wall, you have more of an, a high IQ, you know, elite handle point guard that can shoot just as well from mid-range as Russell Westbrook, which you know, isn't great, but it's, it's passable. And he can shoot significantly better from three. Not that John Wall is a great three-point three shooter. He's not. He's never really been you know, a good three-point shooter. But I think we're going to see- league average though at times. He has. He's got a career high of 30, 37%. So I think we're going to see the difference when you have a guy like Westbrook shooting 25% now versus someone like Wall, who can probably at least hopefully shoot like 30%, if not better. Makes a huge difference, especially on volume. So you have that. Then the biggest thing on the, on the um, defensive end of the floor, John Wall's better. Russell Westbrook frequently ball watches on defense. Russell West, Westbrook uh, frequently gambles on defense. He's just not good within a defensive, uh, a comprehensive team scheme. He breaks things down, right? And not in a good way. So he, he causes breakdowns and coverage on defense. John Wall, hopefully, is a better individual defender, in my opinion, in my estimation, as you like to say, Zach. Um, but at the same time, I think he's got higher defensive IQ in a team scheme. So for the Rockets, it's re- like the problem is this could be great on paper, but there are multiple ifs, right? If DeMarcus Cousins comes back from an Achilles, if John Wall comes back from an Achilles, like they're, they're relying on two guys that had devastating injuries, and that's never good. Uh, if Christian Wood, you know, is the truth and the sample size that we saw in those 13 games after the Andre Drummond trade were not a fluke, right? All these things. If James Harden is checked in and ready to go and not kind of mailing it in until he gets traded, you know, if the, the new coaching staff is prepared, <laughs> there's a lot of ifs. And usually when that's the case, it's not to your advantage. So that's the problem. If this was a video game, I love it. Even though it's not a video game, I still love it because of the potential and because, I mean, Russ had to go. And I really feared a situation where Harden got shipped and Russ remained. I think at least this lets you kind of move forward, wipe your hands clean, get ready for the next regime, whatever that may be. So that's kind of where I'm at on it. You know, it's got high potential, uh, high risk, high reward. Absolutely. No, nail it. Don't disagree with anything. But I'm going to be the more optimistic side of that because Houston's never like I've, I've said this nonstop. Yes, I agree with the injuries of Golden State. But if everybody's healthy in the league, Houston's never had a team good enough to win. However, with all the unknowns here and untapped potential, that gives me more hope. And there's been nobody that has adapted to more styles of play in the NBA than James Harden. And he's done it year after year with talent that comes in, and he still gets as far as he can the conference finals. It's getting to that next level. So you had to bring in all these unknowns to hopefully – Make it unknown and increase the upside with the unknowns. And that's what I'm excited about. And unless you're getting a top 10, 20 guy that fits James Harden perfectly, 
which is really hard to get, then you got to figure out guys with upside like Christian Wood, a coach that um, has untapped potential that can maybe be the hardened whisperer and hopefully make things happen. And as you alluded to with um, the way John Wall plays, yes, he's a more intelligent player. He's got the strengths from Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. Um, he's got the driving attacking ability of Westbrook, um, so he can put pressure on him in transition and um, score a lot of those points. And uh, Harden's outlet passes can get John Wall in the free court, so that's going to be a big benefit there. Wall's got the pass-first mentality of Chris Paul, so he, that's going to play into James Harden and the guys around him. Um, the pieces are there for Houston to be successful, and the foundation is there with just Harden alone, but he's still got P.J. Tucker, Ben McLemore, Eric Gordon. John Lucas is there. I mean, these guys have been around. The, I mean, there's nothing to be that worried about as a Houston fan, in my estimation. I mean, this is only good stuff because they've never, I mean, with Russell Westbrook, you know what you're going to get. It's hoping that this guy can get luckier than not where more of his shots are going to fall because he's not going to adapt and change the way that John Wall can because he's, John Wall is a lot more intelligent. He knows how to slow the game down. Russ knows one pace, and that's 120. That's 120. And John Wall can adjust and on the fly and do all these things. And so I think if all this time off too, something that I really haven't said and thought about, all this time off should have been beneficial for, to John Wall's jumper. I mean, he's not going to come back, be as physical, so he's got to rely on that jumper more. Um, he's still going to have the same mentality as a pass-first guy, but hopefully his jumper is more sound and polished from all the reps. He's, I know he's working. He's, he's younger you're getting. You're getting a guy that's had a lot of time just shooting the basketball and not attacking on people um, in open gyms and practices and all that. So I'm hoping John Wall's shot isn't rusty. I think it's, it's the rest of his game. So. I think he can be more of a threat from out there too. I think this is this is awesome. And they got a pick back. They get a guy that's two and a half years younger than John Wall, six years younger than your boy Chris Paul. <laughs> so there's a lot of things to be excited about. But yes, is this? Can you expect this to work exactly? How, no. The, the, at the end of the day, the big if. The only reason why James Harden's gonna stay and this is gonna work is if John Wall is really healthy, really quickly. And I'm talking within two months you know give me the timeline you think john wall has to be healthy yeah i mean i don't remember exactly when he got injured but i feel like he's been you know rehabbing for almost two years is that right at least a year and a half year and a half yeah i mean he only played 32 games of the 2018-19 season missed all of last year so i mean yeah 2019 the last game he played let's see here was on holy shit uh, the day after Christmas, uh, 2018. Wow. So, so almost two yeah. years. Yeah, it's going to so be al- two years. <laughs> so, so almost two years that he's been off the court. That's plenty of time. So that's good. He is younger. He's two years younger than Russell Westbrook. Um, you know, and Russell doesn't usually get hurt. And I thought it was alarming that he did get hurt before the playoffs last season. And I thought that that was kind of dangerous because if he does get hurt, you know, then you're stuck. Obviously, Wall has his own issues. That goes without saying. But if if Russell Westbrook gets hurt it materially affects his game it makes him much worse because he relies exclusively on the explosion but yeah i think the biggest thing here is i mean you do get a little younger but you just get you get more iq right not that russell westbrook is a stupid person that's not what i'm saying but on the court 
you know, like you said, he has one speed. He does not read the pace of the game. It's kind of the feeling when, when you're watching him, at least this was the experience I had watching him as a Rocket fan, is you're just hoping something doesn't go wrong when he's on the ball. You know, you're hoping he doesn't dribble it off his foot. You're hoping he doesn't drive into traffic, you know, and charge or just do something kind of low IQ. Whereas when it was Chris Paul, I never had those worries. I was always waiting to see what he was going to do next. When Harden has the ball, I'm waiting to see what he's going to do next. And so I anticipate yeah, like, with John. It's like anticipate- smokes a little weed. Yeah, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. He's taking just lines of cocaine, and he he's just falling over. Yeah, just going full, just going full pace. But so with with John Wall, I anticipate looking forward to what he's going to do next with the ball. Um, and also, man, look, Stephen Silas had Luca, and we saw what he did with Luca in that offense. One guy that can run a pick and roll, and that can do all that, all those types of things with the ball in his hand. Now he's going to have James Harden. Now he's going to have John Wall. I mean. Russell Westbrook, again, he's not the kind of guy you coach because he's just like lightning in a bottle and you just let him go and you hope that he's blowing past everyone to the, to the extent that they can't slow him down. There's really no like corralling what he does and kind of harnessing it. With talent, uh, talent and skill sets like John Walls, I think you can coach that. You can kind of direct it to where you want to go. You have different paces you can play. You're adaptable and you have different styles you can play. So now, you know, the Rockets have surrounded Harden with guys that have, that have high IQ on the court. John Wall, Boogie Cousins, we'll see with Christian Wood. I, I don't know with Christian Wood, but it's just a matter of if it translates, one, if they stay healthy, two, and if the defense is up to par three. Because if the defense is going to be a top 10, top 12 defense, then the current roster, if they're healthy, can be very dangerous. Is, that's, my, that's my opinion. And honestly, to go with the defense, they didn't have much before. I mean, with the Westbrook, I mean, they had guys that were just average defenders outside of literally P.J. Tucker and Christian Wood. Now they got a guy who made an all-defensive team. Yeah, it was back in 2015, but he could have made a couple more. He's been that good of a defender many years. He's going to push James Harden because they have a pass relationship, and that's the great thing is, too. You're giving a guy that, I mean, Harden's going to be a little more patient with him, too, because they're tight, because he knows what John Wall can bring, but he just needs to see gradual improvements. The Rockets are going to be good enough right away to not be falling behind with the talent they have, even if Wall isn't 80%. So don't freak out if he's taking a little bit to adjust. But that's why I say two months. Like, got to be, got to bear with them. He's going to have some highs and lows early on. And hopefully, I mean, it's sooner than later. But I just hope it's more uh, mechanical stuff versus body stuff that Wall is having a tough time with off the bat. Cause I mean, the body stuff means he's going to be a good defender right away. I mean, his body's good to go. Mechanical, I mean, that's just getting reps and mentally back in the game and comes with confidence. So that, Boogie Cousins. Um, It'll also be interesting to see, like you just said, John Wall and Boogie Cousins, you know, Kentucky boys, um, you know, back together in the NBA now. Uh, and then in addition to that, I think it'll be interesting because with Westbrook and Harden, I don't think that between the two of them, like like we've been talking about, Russell Westbrook is an alpha, whether that's to the benefit or to the detriment of the team he's on, he has to be the alpha. And I think that clash with James Harden, I don't think they like disliked each other over it, but it just didn't have rhythm and flow and chemistry on the court. You know, like everything, it felt like trying to fit uh, a round peg into a square hole or whatever the, whatever the saying Absolutely. is. But with Harden, I mean, with, with John Wall, I think that John Wall... I'm just guessing here, but my feel is that John Wall is going to recognize immediately recognize Harden as the alpha. And so that that order is restored, you know, and people are playing their roles again. And that was also something that was an issue with Chris Paul. 
right? Chris Paul is always the alpha. So hopefully John Wall kind of blends the, the duo of skill set and mindset. Um, and then he can stay healthy and hopefully it works out. So we'll see, man. So final take on this trade, how it impacts the Rockets, assuming, you know, health and the, the tumultuous waters that Raphael Stone is having to navigate by trying to please Harden and have a, having a good competitive season. Yeah, honestly, I don't have any last touching things. I just want to touch on Washington's side of it. I'm really excited for Houston's perspective. Washington, I'm excited. Uh, Russell Westbrook is getting reunited with his coach. Like He wanted this trade, so I'm happy Russ is happy. Bradley Beal wanted this trade because John Wall wasn't happy with getting the second fiddle. And Russell, I mean, he knew Russell Westbrook's healthy. Um, Bradley Beal, I'm not sure how committed he believed John Wall was. Um, to everything, but um, I think he just got frustrated with the wall being out too, and that all mounted up. So I think this is going to increase Washington's upside. I really like seven pieces they have there. I'm worried about their defense, of course, but they could easily be the best defense in the league this year. Um, I think Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal uh, can play off each other pretty well, and I think they can get out and run and have fun, and I, I like it. I mean, Washington had to take any sort of chance in order to keep Bradley Beal around too. So at the end of the day, this was a play for both teams to keep their number one pieces, James Harden, and then Bradley Beal for Washington um, longer. And that's what they're doing here. So I'm excited all around and looking forward to seeing how this thing plays out. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting for Washington. I think they have a lot of talent. I think Westbrook will fit pretty well with Beal. I still think Beal might have some issue with how often the ball is in Westbrook's hands. As, After you know, being as, like a point guard last year a little bit. Right? Yeah. I mean, seriously, when you get to that level, like there's a, there's an aspect of that level of talent that when you do it, you know, it's hard to kind of just go back and snapping into place with another guy that does it is, is, is difficult. But they have talent. Uh, Thomas Bryant, Bertans, Westbrook, you know, Beal, tons of, tons of talent. Hachimura. I think they're going to be fun on offense. I think it's going to be, look, I think it's going to be a traditional Russell Westbrook team that we've seen over the last half decade. They can be explosive. They can be fun on offense. They're not going to be particularly sound on defense. And they're simply, in my estimation, not better or more talented than at least five teams ahead of them in the East with you know Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Toronto, Brooklyn. So, yeah, I think it'll be a, tr- a classic Russell Westbrook team. They'll be fun. You know, they'll make some noise. They'll have a, a great statistical season in terms of averaging three-round numbers in the double-digit uh, vicinity. And they'll probably be like a six seed, you know? So that's, that's my guess. Washington, you think they will be like a six seed? I'm saying at best, they will be like at best, best. I think they will be a five seed, but realistically, I think, you know, they're now, they're now going to lock down the six through eight kind of portion of the East, you know, like Washington's going to be in the mix fighting for that, which is, I guess that's good for them. It's crazy to think about that. Westbrook still had a 32, 34% usage rate last year with James Harden, where John Wall is really close to Chris Paul type usage numbers, mid to upper twenties throughout his career. So that's a, that's a strong thing. And I mean, everybody else is going to be a lot happier on the team too. Um, they're going to feel more part of this system, and it's going to make Steven Silas's job a lot easier all around. Um, I mean, it just fits better. Look, it's hard. It's hard to have two guys that drop 30, 40 a game. It's just hard. And and two guys that do it requiring dribbling a lot, right? You could have a Clay Thompson that can catch and shoot and that fits well. But John Wall just fits the offense. Like you said, he's got the Chris Paul type usage. um, And I think that's going to, you know, mesh better with Harden. And again, just like the things we talked about, John Wall has vision first, right? He's not score first. He's going to be looking to get other people involved. I think 
That's also going to kind of blend with what Silas wants to do, getting people involved. I think this is going to help Eric Gordon tremendously. If he stays on the team, they might package some, they might, you know, slap some picks that they've now acquired and try to ship Gordon out. Who knows? But I think having a true point guard is going to help Eric Gordon. Um, so I just think it's going to be better. Like offensive flow and chemistry is simply better when you have a traditional point guard versus a guy like Westbrook that's undersized and just relying on bullying and, and bolting into the lane and, you know, tearing the rim off. Incredibly talented, but it just, doesn't typically translate to winning basketball. So I'm excited. It depends on health. Huge, huge, huge ifs across the board for Houston. We still don't even know. There might be a hardened trade, you know, bubbling and brewing. And this it might could be, yeah, it absolutely yeah. could, but I don't see it now. I think Houston, I mean, being Wall's buddies with Boogie and Harden, I mean, like I said, they're doing everything to hang on to this by a thread. And I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, if they had the deals in place because Harden, um, and so much smoke out there. I mean, at, at the end of the day, if there's that much smoke, there should be fire. But I think they're going to just wait it out a few weeks at least. And uh, it's going to new excitement for Harden anyways. Other yeah. trades that you think could happen besides that, just give me one name you think could be the next on the move in the league. In the league in general? In, in league in general. I mean, if we're talking people in the league, I- I know we're talking about the Rockets, but I think James Harden's at the top of that list. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think, you know, Ben Simmons and Embiid, I think they're staying put. Right. You know, so, I don't think anyone from Golden State's going anywhere. Um, I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I, I think uh, the only guys that could be on the move next would be Kevin Love, LaMarcus Aldridge, DeMar DeRozan, or Buddy Heald would be my guys. Yeah, I would put them, I guess, in a tier below, like the Westbrook level we're talking oh, about. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah, so we should On that see. note... Rate, subscribe, tune in, knuckleheads. Rate, <laughs> rate, subscribe, boom it, blast it, tweet it, bang it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in.